Daily Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Daily Double for Tuesday, June 2nd. Oh, wow. Of the year 2525. Wait, what? What do you mean? Is that not correct? Oh. I think that's I think that's correct. Um, Adi. Yeah. I have our daily double. Remember, it's daily double. Oh yeah. Our daily I double forgot. phrase of the day. <laughs> phrase of the day today: the news article that stated. Image where Hitler appears to hold Bible is photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Trump did this stupid photo op where yesterday they cleared out a whole bunch of protesters using tear gas and stuff who were, they were protesting peacefully and they were allowed to yeah. be there up until apparently Attorney General Barr ordered the cops to attack them and get them out of the way right. so that Trump could walk across the street and pose in front of a church while holding a Bible. That sounds really important and, he and was necessary. Holding, he was holding it like this, like like uh, the most awkward way that a human can hold a Bible. Yeah, well, like he didn't know what a book was almost. It you was know, just that's like, how awkward it was. Like, I heard if I hold this book, this would be good. Yeah, something that's, will that's happen. Yeah. Um, Very strange. But so whatever. That I, I don't actually, the thing I care about is that they tear gassed all those people to get them out of the way. But yeah, it's awful. I don't. I don't particularly care. He he's talked before about how he doesn't actually believe in what the Bible says. Wookie's in her fantastic new modcat box. That you found in the garbage. That I found in the garbage. Garbage find. We'll talk about that. Little dingle dangle there. Say uh, that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway well, getting back to getting back places. to Trump. I just why do people have to Photoshop stuff like this to prove their point? He's I don't a, know. he's a jerk. We all know he's a jerk. You don't need to make him more like like Hitler, more like him to make him yeah, work. That's not, yeah, you're you not helping. You that. You're not helping. So definitely wasting time. Waste of time. And it was it was a reasonably good Photoshop too. So that person should be doing something else. Um. Anyway, Adi, it's, yeah. it feels even weird now talking about this, but we're all going to die of coronavirus allegedly. But. Remember coronavirus? Yeah, Remember of COVID? course. Yes. That, that, that was a thing that we were all scared it's still, of. It's still around. Oh, is it? And Ebola's, you know, around too. That's Ebola too, yeah, it came back. Yeah. Ebola. Um, yeah, so. Still hanging. Still hanging. Uh, when we do this segment, which we used to do every day, yeah. but we've stopped doing it every day, we traditionally start with our grocery store update <laughs> so i have the grocery store update i did go to the grocery store today you did um coffee is not on sale and we are in desperate need of coffee we are down to a single packet i bought one more yeah. at full price at this is how you know i'm desperate oh, i bought one hurts. packet at full retail value wow of 3.99 uh for 10 ounces times are rough yeah i i really i need that coffee yeah um I've been drinking a lot of coffee. You're drinking, drinking coffee, coffee right, right now. now. I, I didn't even realize yeah. I had coffee in my Full hand. Glass. You totally how, do. Full um, glass. 
uh, so other things. The meat is extremely expensive. The um, chuck steak that I usually buy at four ninety nine or three ninety nine a pound was eight ninety nine a pound today. Ground what? beef was seven dollars really? a pound. Yeah, it's like Why? really really expensive right now. What's going uh, on? What's the deal with it? We are going to get to that in a very short moment. Oh, but I have to wait. I'm just telling you, yes, okay. that meat was very expensive. Um, <laughs> additionally, I was speaking with Frank, who we're also going to talk about in just a moment. Um, okay. And wet wipes are still unavailable. Toilet paper is back. Um, what else is out? There was something else that was out. I don't remember. Something. Flour. Flour is back. Yeast is back. Everybody. Uh, people uh, stopped making bread? Yeah. Nature is healing. <laughs> whatever people say. Nature's um, healing. Hey. Being bad. Um, anyway. Okay. Daily Double. <laughs> so here in New York, um, we're going to talk more about it in the political section, but coronavirus has been all but eclipsed by the rioting that is taking place. We are currently under an 8 p.m. What's going on in there? An 8 p.m. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, curfew. Lock- curfew. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's different than the lockdown, which was voluntary. Was it voluntary? What do you mean? The, the For lockdown. like coronavirus? The yeah. Stay at home. The yeah, stay pause. at home. Pause. I, I like, guess could I have gone out? Could I have gone out at midnight if I wanted to? I did. Yeah. I did several times. Yeah, no, it was just stay at home. It wasn't a time basis. Yeah, it was just if stay anything, home go out at night because you're not affecting anyone else by your breathing, um, you know? We need to, do we need to hire somebody to come I, take care of this cat just, problem that's happening? Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll get into that more in the politics section. But coronavirus is all but forgotten, weirdly, here in the city. Um, I've noticed a lot of people are being much more lax about everything. Um, there was a piece by or a podcast by glenn greenwald who we've spoken about before because i like his work in general even though he's a curmudgeon okay wait we're taking a this is a break because there's way too much scratching going on in the other room and we're back um so what we learned is that mookie needs a diaper (laughs) she's gross um i don't even remember where i was now that was oh yeah you're talking about uh greenwald oh yeah glenn greenwald yeah so glenn greenwald there we go he was his latest show he has a show called System Update, and the latest one, he's a, a vegan and is a strong animal rights activist. However, this latest show even had me kind of like, maybe we need to stop eating meat because it was really, really? terrible. Because so during coronavirus, um, they created a bottleneck in the distribution, the meat distribution system here in America. The distributors did. And in some ways, uh, people are theorizing that they tried to create a bubble where the distributor was going to be paying drastically less for the meat because there wasn't a market, uh, an ability to get it to market. And then they were going to turn around and sell it for excess to the grocery stores. So oh. what the, people are theorizing that the meat uh, distributors were doing were was a form of collusion where the distributors all got together and basically created this panic around meat and part of the issue with meat is that um animals are because of factory farming they can only take animals of a certain size through the system because they want it as uniform as possible so they can cut it up and put it in the same number of boxes and the same everything done the same 
And so what they did is they, they, by delaying, they allowed these animals to get to a larger size, which they actually pay less for per pound. And then they can turn around and sell that meat for more because the distribution system is knocked out. It's a long story, but part of the problem was that the people who were raising the pigs, um, ended up with an excess, a drastic excess of pigs on hand, and they had no way to bring them to market. So they decided that they needed to exterminate all the pigs, and which doesn't sound like a huge thing until you realize this is thousands and thousands of pigs in a giant warehouse-like space, um, confined in cages. And the thing that they decided to do was, rather than, for example, sending out workers with uh, some kind of a gun to just shoot all the pigs, which would be very traumatizing mentally, knowing that they're all going to just get tossed in a ditch. Uh, they decided that the way that they were going to exterminate the pigs was that they closed the doors to the giant warehouse that they are being raised in, and they turned off the fans and slowly raised the temperature up until the, d the pigs were dying of heat oh. exhaustion. Oh my god. And it took hours and hours and hours for the pigs to even start dying. Wow. And apparently they were screaming the entire time. Um, oh, that's awful. The The other thing that's terrible is that not even all the pigs died so that the workers had to go in there in the end anyway with guns and shoot them oh. one by one, finding out which ones are still alive. Yeah. And then they took all the corpses and they tossed them in a big uh, trench that they had dug out back and they were preparing to bury them. And it was very traumatic. That plus the revelations about the terrible... I mean, we all knew that the conditions in the meat factories were terrible, but they're even worse than we thought they were when... Uh, there's there was like 900 people with coronavirus in a single plant, uh, a meat processing plant. For real? Yeah. So it's they're working in super tight quarters with zero breaks and zero protective equipment. So if anybody shows up sick, everybody's going to be sick. So it it definitely made a very strong impact on me. And we are slowly working through the meat supply we have, and then uh, we'll reexamine our life choices and maybe. We're going to be eating disgusting carrot, bar carrot vegan bacon. We're just getting into summer. I know we are. We're going to have to think, you know, you can barbecue a potato. Put some barbecue oh, sauce man. on there. Vegan bar barbecue sauce. And that's the other, well, this is the other thing. So I was talking, I was talking earlier is that I actually don't have the ethical qualms about eating meat that lead most people to become vegans. But this, this story in particular was just this so, one, it's, it's so messed up. Yeah. And you know, if, we, for example, what I should be doing is finding a farmer who raises milk cows and one is uh, old enough that it can't be used for milk production anymore. And then they slaughter that after it's lived its life. Those are actually supposed to be really tasty cows. Then you take it to a local butcher and then they butcher it all up and then you get a quarter of a cow or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then I would need a huge chest freezer and all this other stuff. I don't know. It's kind of a... Okay, let's get a giant freezer. <laughs> All right. And actually, that way we could get the ribs. But, but there is a story <laughs> that if, if somebody is listening and knows this story, I want to know about, it was apparently oxtail was disappearing off of the cow that Ellie was buying. So. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was not a good story. But if you want to hear it, it, um, it definitely was worth a listen. And it was quite upsetting. Um, I mentioned earlier, things here in New York are getting much more relaxed in general. I've noticed a slight relaxing of attitudes, which I actually think is somewhat healthy. Um, people are less, I'm, I'm getting a lot less of the like angry looks. Right. 
if that makes sense, like people being upset constantly, um, which is good. I think mentally healthy. Um, again, it's, we're not doing this so that nobody gets sick ever again. It's so that we can slow the spread of the virus. So you don't have to be angry all the time when you see somebody with no face mask on. Not the end of the world. It's going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. Hopefully as many of us as possible. Um, in the park, for example, now that it's the weather's getting a lot nicer, people are definitely coming out and hanging out in groups, but not super close groups. I saw a birthday party today where people were a little too close or closer than they should be, but whatever. That's their... Maybe they all live in the same house. Maybe. Who's to say? Um, but yes, things are, are starting to calm down here in New York. Contagious. I'm going to miss that transition when we're done talking about coronavirus. Um, I still hope that it goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was in the park talking to Frank, who just flew back from LA after being out there for 36 months. And I was watering (laughs) his plants the whole time. um, And I managed to only completely kill one of them. I think there were a couple that were doing, they were in rough shape, but I think they made it to the finish line. Um, But that one cactus definitely was dead. That was like, it turned into a pile of goo. You did what you could with, I tried. you know, no tried. informational pamphlet. Yeah, and or preparation or any kind of warning that I was going to be what, doing whatsoever. this. Whatsoever, yeah. yeah. Um, he said that he flew from L.A. back to New York, and he was, the only way that he could get tickets was if he flew to Seattle first and then into Newark, which sounds hellish. That sounds terrible. Um, and he said that his flight was... The first part of the flight from L.A. to Seattle was actually not very packed, but he said that the flight from Seattle to New York was, ex- or to New Jersey was extremely packed. So it was full. It was full. Um, this is not good, just in general. Um, but anyway, he's back, and I don't have to water his plants anymore. I and mean, they still have to cut costs. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Cut costs by hiring me to do all the watering. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I know, I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm glad I don't have to water anymore. Now I can focus on my wonderful plants, which I found in the garbage, which I will talk about later. Daily Double. Um, I saw a, an Ars Ars Technica article today saying that the virus appears to be two separate strains of coronavirus that somehow merged into one. What? Which people have been saying all along was evidence that it was created in a lab but this article said it is in fact proof that it was not created in a lab and they didn't they didn't really explain why that's proof that it wasn't created in a lab (laughs) they said that if anything though that should be worrisome to us because that means that coronavirus out in the wild is intermixing with other coronavirus all the time creating new chimeras and that we should expect this type of pandemic again because it that's only started happening like in recent times or well they, like why should we be more stressed now than before is this a part new of the reason that they, the they think these are are happening more often is that we are interacting with wild animals more often as cities expand um but yeah they said to expect more uh coronavirus mutations i have to read this i don't know about the summary well, I, <laughs> what are they what's the term for that unreliable narrator oh yeah, yeah that's me <laughs> Um, I wanted to touch on one last <laughs> annoyance before okay. coronavirus stops becoming the big issue, hopefully forever. No, no, we'll see. Um, 
One last thing that has really been bothering me during this entire thing is when you're walking around and someone has a mask on and they wave and yell at you, yell something at you, and you can't understand what they're saying because they have a mask on and you can't tell who it is because they have a mask on. Yeah. And you just wave back and you're like, hey, hey, yeah, oh, hey, hey you, you. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I really hate that interaction. People should start wearing shirts with their face on it <laughs> or their name. No, like in the 70s. Remember good. remember people used to wear shirts and you could get the iron on letters that would say people would put their names. It's just that's just a 70s thing. Um, I'm, well, like 70s primarily? and 80s in New York, I primarily. See. It was you could go to Chinatown and get them ironed on. So if you watch old videos of like people breakdancing and stuff, they have their name or a name printed on. It's written on their shirt, but the way it's done is that they went to Chinatown, paid somebody to hot press these letters on, uh-huh. and those letters are flocked. They're like velvety. So anyway, that's what people should do. Um, I will start the trend. I'm going to make a Raphael shirt tomorrow. <laughs> Except, wow. wait, don't they say that you're not supposed to do that because somebody might get kidnapped? I think that's for little kids, though. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe someone wants to kidnap you. Maybe. I don't know. Adi? Yeah? Let's talk about politics. So I'm going to start lumping these protests into politics. We'll see how long they last, but that's what we're talking about today. All right. So segment number one of politics is talking about the riots and that they are occurring. There are people protesting after that guy got killed by the cops. And uh, one, I wanted to talk about one thing in particular that very much annoys me, which is on Twitter. I've seen it posted several times by people who, when you look at their profile, it's like a white person in middle America. And it's a picture I've seen that it's, I keep seeing different versions of the same exact idea, which is it's a picture of Martin Luther King marching. And it says, basically, he didn't have to riot to get his point across and he changed the world. And it goes to show that people don't know anything about history. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as as soon as he started to realize that maybe peaceful protesting is not the answer. That's when they shot him. So, yeah. Um but I, I, yeah. And it also ignores everyone else involved it's, in the whole movement. There's a lot of people who are making the point now that there is a reason that Martin Luther King is so revered in the public school system, and it's because he teaches that particular strain of nonviolent yeah, protest, of which in the modern world has been shown to affect nothing because they have figured out how to make it mean nothing mm-hmm. in the long run. You just don't cover it. Or you cover it with a slanted viewpoint, or you send in agent provocateurs like they did during the WTO protests. So, anyway, yeah, it's very obnoxious to see people posting that. If you're about to post a Martin Luther King meme, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe maybe don't hit the send button. <laughs> Daily Double. So, looters in Soho broke into the Rolex store and made off with 2.4 million dollars worth of rolex watches according to police so a couple rolex watches um according to police it was 2.4 million dollars worth of rolex watches um rolex later released a statement saying that in fact no watches were stolen and all that happened was that the glass got broken what yeah so what's just true uh no watches were stolen 
they just very likely lives. true. Yeah. Huh. And the cops had made up. It was the, it was credited to police insiders that two point four million dollars worth of watches have, had police been stolen. Who are also Rolex insiders who know the worth of. Yeah. Well, that's like when the, the, the cops do like a marijuana bust, they'll have like one little sad looking plant on the table and they're like, this is a hundred thousand dollars worth of marijuana <laughs> right here. We got the big timer. And it's like, okay, good, good job. Yeah. You got somebody's shrub. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. So bad, bad estimate. Curfews. We're on a curfew. 8 p.m. Yeah. It's so weird to me. I've never... They said, part of one before. they said that they are at 745 um, opening all of the enclosures at the Bronx Zoo and just letting the animals enforce curfew. <laughs> no. That's what they said. What? Yeah. So don't go outside because I heard there's a tiger out there. But the tiger went all the way from the Bronx? He took the train down. Oh, okay. He's an essential worker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daily double. Um... I wanted to touch on that I left a conspiracy discord that I've been a part of for a while. We'll see. I don't think I'm going to go back, but I was very it's upset. At least a, at least a temporary at leave At least of temporarily absence. I left. Um, and part of the problem was that I had been listening to their recent show and they made me extremely upset because their overarching... Um, remember, keep in mind, this is a conspiracy show right? where... They talk about everything conspiracy related and the best explanation they had for the rioting and looting is that it is a plot to make sure that Donald Trump can't get reelected in November. Whose plot? Well, George Soros, probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm right, sure right, they, right, did, they right. did mention conspiracy Soros. Conspiracy people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But if your grand scheme of things is to make sure that Donald Trump can't get reelected. This is not a big enough conspiracy theory for a conspiracy discord. Mm-hmm. Like if you were saying, okay, the Illuminati needs Donald Trump out of office. They, 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 we talked about it before. They have the heart attack gun. Just hit him with the heart attack gun. He's oh, a big man. fat guy. This is our show. Now. Everybody's going to believe that he get, he had a heart attack. Oh my gosh. So uh, just overall, I thought that it was very, um, they made me think of a lot of terms that I don't even normally use in conversation. Like that is a very privileged opinion that the reason these people are upset is because somebody is trying to get Donald Trump not elected in November. Yes. All of this anger and upset that is going on right. is just about Donald so, Trump. Solely about that. Yeah, And it's who cares about no Donald other Trump? issues. Who cares? Here. I don't care about Donald Trump. He's just another, he's another pro wrestler. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> another progress in in the world of so politics. So they're, they're missing so, them. What, they're missing the grand. There's there's several other like they end up. My main concern, and I even voiced it to everybody there, was I said, "Look, I'm fine if you if you don't like these the these agendas that you think are in play, but that right. doesn't mean that necessarily the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Right? He's a bad guy too." They're all bad guys. Everybody that's trying to control us is bad guys. So why? It made me very upset. And I thought they um, were being very short-sighted. And the thing that really put me over the edge was that they had a caller that they were agreeing with who was saying that, you know, these protesters, if they could just sit down for two to five minutes and give me an explanation of the grievances that they are having 
and they could lay out a good path forward to resolve these grievances, then maybe I could support them. So he has no idea what's going on around him. Exactly. And it's these people, what's the the phrase that I just used earlier? He can't do a Google search? I said, oh, I'm, I'm not here for you. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. They, they they don't owe you anything. They don't. That's obnoxious. So, but if he did just you know amateur research, he yeah, could easily you, find the answers to his questions. Yeah, it was very obnoxious, and um, I'm kind of whatever. I'm ambivalent. I don't know. I, I'll miss some maybe, of the people there. Maybe you just need some time. Yeah, I don't know. You're allowed to break. It's true. It's we'll see what happens. Community. See what happens. Well, the, the problem is though that that's where I got some of the good stuff. <laughs> well, then just you know think about it. Okay, I'll think about it. Anyway, good. Um, there was a vigil tonight in McCarran Park for George Floyd. Um, fourth night. Thirty fourth night in a row. I think it's fourth. Um, I think so too. I initially saw a ping on a different Discord, not the conspiracy one, my Magic the Gathering Discord, where they were saying that they were all going to be going and that you should join in. Mm-hmm. And then about an hour and a half later, there was a second ping saying, do not show up tonight. We've heard that there's going to be some action in the park um, and we recommend that you stay home. I haven't heard anything. and it's. I don't believe that... I wonder who they that heard happened. that from. Yeah, yeah. it I sounds where that like came nonsense from. and so. uh, not helpful. Yeah, sounds bad. Stop spreading rumors. Daily Double. Um, Elizabeth Warren was out marching with protesters in front of the White House just mere hours ago, like two hours ago. Um, it would have been nice if she had been doing any of this, you know, prior to Joe Biden becoming the nominee. But yeah. uh, thanks, I guess. Thanks. Good thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Um, Bill de Blasio's daughter was arrested and had her arrest information posted online by a police Twitter account, which is horrifying, which is trying to pressure de Blasio saying, how can we do our job? If your daughter is out here, blah, blah, blah. Let's just give people her address. It's this is the problem is that he had already been out all day taking criticism because he was overwhelmingly taking the side of the police. Mm hmm. And then they're just trying to pressure him to go even further their direction yeah. rather than, I don't know. It was, it was a mess. And, um, Unfortunate. yeah, it's where he's definitely, it's funny to see that he ran on being so, uh, in tune with the people and their issues with the, the gr- yeah. their grievances with the police because he has a black son, especially when he was public advocate. Yeah. Absolutely. And then suddenly he was siding with the police running over people just two days ago so yeah, bad which job is, which is absolutely crazy bad job de blasio you're doing bad you're um getting to less uh protesty and more hilarious news i was very excited i told you that we were going to talk about this news story because i was this made me giggling i was giggling all morning uh the hill rep- <laughs> sorry the hill published a an opinion piece by juan williams titled Bush could strike blow for Biden, where he postulates that George W. Bush might endorse Joe Biden for president (laughs) in an effort to defeat Trump. And all I have to say is, this is exactly why I would never want to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. (laughs) Why why would I vote for Joe Biden if George W. Bush is endorsing him? That sounds... They think... Anyone thinks this is a good idea. Anyone at all thinks this is a good idea. That would be very distressing to me. It's... 
they, it would lose basically everybody on the left and everybody on the right, because the right would be like, look, it's a deep state activated against Trump, trying to keep him from office again in November. And that would really activate them. And then the left is obviously anybody who's over the age of you know 30 remembers when George W. Bush was president. Yeah. How terrible that was. So this is an endorsement. Yeah. Bad idea. Do you think idea. there's any background to that? Um, yes. There is, in fact, um, I just read right before I was uh, on air that uh, George W. Bush staffers are coming together and have formed a super PAC that will be supporting Biden. So we'll see if oh, wow. we'll see if uh, Bush actually comes out and endorses Biden. Yeah, uh, he did just release a um, a letter today saying that he and Laura were extremely touched by what happened, and that now is the time to listen, not to tell people how to act, and you know, regular ex-president stuff yeah. when they're trying to rehabilitate their image. Of course. Um, so, but we'll see what happens. I wow. think this is this could get very uh, interesting and not in a good way. Daily double. Um, city bike, Uber, Caviar, all canceling their service. Caviar was the worst, uh, from what I had heard. Uber and City Bike just announced that they were just not going to be allowing rentals or uh, what do they call it, ride shares. They after... claimed they were told not to. Yeah, they were told right? not to. Yeah, yeah. But then Caviar, what did Caviar do? Caviar is a food payment, food payment it's, authorizing. It's like, yeah, it's like seam- seamless and Grubhub. And they just straight up canceled they, service they without telling to, anyone i they seem to know that there was a curfew obviously this week and they put an auto like closure and i guess the dashboard for businesses you know like okay well you're not serving as of half an hour prior to the curfew time so if the curfew is at eight like these stops we're cutting off your service at 7 30 mm-hmm. and they didn't notify businesses beforehand i guess and it, it, it was very confusing, especially if they were getting orders that they didn't know about because they didn't know they were closed in the system. Yeah. Um, well, they were, so there were businesses that were getting orders and people were coming to pick stuff up. Yeah. But then the order had never been actuated through Caviar because Caviar had cut them off without telling them. Yeah. And they had to either call them like, and get them to undo it or they had to manually go in and figure out how to do it on the back end. Ugh. So it's, it's, it's. That doesn't really make any sense, especially yeah. since if they're in an essential business, depending on the business, I'm sure, yeah. you know, maybe they are still serving. I don't know. Does the curfew mean, like, if I had to run out and get a roll of toilet paper, would I be allowed to do that? Do I, I just know. have to cut up a shirt? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's go to the last segment. Speaking of... Adi? Adi? Yeah. We have a phone number. We people, do. People can call. That phone number... Call us. ...is... I just noticed that all of the phone calls got disappeared off of the board that I need here, so I am quickly repopulating. Okay. And uh, we received a phone call from Andrea... Oh. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Andrea in North Greenpoint. Um, I was just looking on Twitter, and I want to know who is Michael Tracy. Uh, does he suck? It looks like he sucks, but who is he? Uh, thanks. Bye. Ooh. Michael Tracy. So Michael Tracy is an independent reporter 
I don't know a ton about him. I'm going to put that out there first, but I have, uh, he has been on a few podcasts that I've heard over the years. Uh, he's an independent reporter who is a supreme curmudgeon. Okay. I think that's twice I've called somebody a curmudgeon today, but he is like a oh, very man, grumpy. I missed the first time. He is a very grumpy guy, um, and he generally hates the establishment media and establishment politics, but he also does a lot of calling out of activist movements. So he's just kind of, uh, he's progressive-ish, but he also really likes complaining about everything. Um he also has a Twitter account, which uh, is definitely not something you should read because it's very frustrating to read um, because he, again, is just angry at everyone. I see. Um, but he's also got a lot of followers. And he also has an ugly little drawing of himself as his avatar. Um, so basically huh. just, you, you don't need to follow him. <laughs> uh, like if you want, um, I'm trying to think who he did a, an interview with recently that I would recommend. I, he did an interview with Jimmy Dore recently that I didn't particularly care for. Um, so, yeah, just ignore him. You don't need to pay attention to him. Um, we also received a phone call from Ophelia. Oh. Uh, here it is. Hello, VCLC. Um, so, when we were having a barbecue at the end, um, Kathy gave me a hug. wearing masks, I think. If we were not, we'd get germs, different germs, and so bye. <laughs> Wait, what? Happened? She called. They had, they were having a barbecue, and okay. she gave Katya a hug. Yeah. Which they're not supposed to be doing, and she doesn't remember if they were wearing masks or not. Oh. So she's calling in to rat herself out. Yeah. To Big Brother. You heard it here. You heard it here. Please, please go arrest Ophelia. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ophi actually called back again. Hello, this is Ophelia. I have something. I don't want that. To let you listen to. <laughs> let you listen to. What is this pertaining to? Um, either she's a coyote or a very small wolf. So That was a very good impression. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I called her. No, I called home today and she answered, surprisingly. Um, and uh, <laughs> she said that she ate cream of wheat for breakfast. Ooh. And I was very interested. I said, well, did you put sugar in it? And she said, I had cream of wheat for breakfast. And I said, did you put anything in it? And she paused. And I heard in the background, you put brown sugar in it. So she definitely had uh, cream of wheat with brown sugar and apples nice. for breakfast. Oh, and she enjoyed great. it. Um, I will have to get some cream of wheat because you sound like you want some. I love it. Um, so those are our phone calls. Thank you for calling in, everybody that called. So as quarantine has progressed, um, IndyCar racers came together and formed a virtual racing league where they were playing on a video game version of okay. IndyCar racing. And one of the IndyCar racers was found last week to be cheating. And oh, he no. had hired a ringer who was wearing a similar outfit to come <laughs> and play as him. Why? And he came in third, despite having performed terribly before that. Because 
apparently he thought it would just be funny. Unfortunately, okay. there are real like prizes on the line and stakes. Yeah. To the point that he was dropped by his his sponsor companies and Oh, that's um that's a mixed bag. I believe he's in the E Indie car, or not Indie, sorry, E Formula 1 division which is like electronic. They they have um it's all battery powered, but uh, he still got dropped by his team, so that stinks. Wow, that's even though that is kind of yeah. I kind of I kind of like the prank. It's just uh, he should have uh, told somebody or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was unfortunate. Adi, yes. I finished soldering together my maker phone. It I'm looks great it right here. It uh, maker phone is the phone that I've been was talking about for a long time. Uh, before the Palm phone came out, which I use every day. Uh, the Maker phone is a phone that I had to build by myself. I just noticed, wait a minute, this sticker is on wrong. Um, I had to buy a soldering iron, and I had to solder together all the boards on the inside. It's a, it's quite a large phone compared to what you would normally yeah. expect a T9 old-style phone to be. See the screen? That's really neat. Um, but it I'll came together. I'll take a picture of it for Instagram. It's very cool. Yes. Uh I definitely do not think that it would function well as an everyday phone uh, because I'm just picturing cat hair getting jammed in the sides yeah. nonstop. Uh, but it is a neat thing and it will be good uh, if they do institute any kind of tracking or trace. Oh, I forgot there's like lights on the back here. Wait, we're going to show them. Um, That's so cool. Um, there's like, yeah, it would be good if they do institute mandatory tracking of any so kind how does this work do you charge it yeah it's it's got a battery oh a battery this is the battery you can see it's got a giant clear window that yeah. shows the battery there and then uh so i had to solder together literally i had to solder the components onto mini boards and then solder the mini boards together onto the main board wow um that's really cool yeah so it came out pretty good and it i i got a free extra color um, this was supposed to just be red and then i picked yellow as my bonus color mm -hmm. however they one of the things they sent me was broken so instead i have a, a hot dog ketchup and mustard <laughs> yeah. colored phone so i like it i'm going to test it out at some point i need to get a, a sim adapter is the problem which is why i'm not using it right now is that uh my sim card is a micro sim and this only takes mini sim so expect that report maybe maybe even next week i'll have tried it out by then so good Daily Double. adi we watched yeah. an entire movie we did. You're right. We watched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yes. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought the cinematography was excellent. It was. And the storyline was fairly good, if not a little over convoluted. Mm -hmm. um, I was paying attention very carefully, trying to make I'm sense of everything. Grateful for that. Uh, at trying to, I was paying extra attention because I mm -hmm. wanted to make sure that you didn't get too lost. However, yeah. when we watched the explanation video at the end, we watched a YouTube explanation of what happened in the movie. Uh, there were a couple key points that I definitely don't think were well portrayed in the film itself, which is not good. Um, but overall, I thought it was very good. I like Gary, Old Gary Oldman a lot. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. John Hurt was also in it before he died. I like him a lot. Um, and you really like a uh, guy with the hair. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy with a wig. Yeah. 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 That's great. So, it's on Netflix now. You should watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, it is a very... Uh, suspenseful film yeah yes and it was also a fun little mystery was so good enjoy so trash finds we ha i oh. have been walking around for like three and a half hours a day every day for the past couple of weeks as the weather got nicer my skin is a little bit more tanned yeah 
my neck I noticed was a, a lot more tanned. Um, and I have found a lot of garbage, a ton of garbage. I found, um, a cactus plant that somebody had killed, which I then trimmed up and I repotted. They killed it because they over, they watered it too much, but it was also in a pot that didn't drain at all. And so it was just sitting in clay, wet clay, basically. So I drained it all off, trimmed it all up, put it in some new dirt. We'll see if it takes. I think it will. I found a watermelon pepperomia. It's some South American plant. It's something. I repotted that as well. Uh, It it was overwatered, and we'll see what happens with that. It's really neat. And I found the one with the round leaves. I don't know what it's called. Paloia, something like that. It's got little round leaves, and it's on long arms. Super cute. It's very cute. And then uh, what else did I find? I found a board game new in the box. It's a game called Tokaido, which is like $50 in the store. Um, I have never played it. I don't know if it's any good. We're going to see if it's good at some point. New in the box with shrink wrapped. And then the next day I was out looking in another junk pile <laughs> and there was a complete Tokaido, which is very weird to see the same board game in two different, in especially, a, in a it's different not like place. Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. In a different place. There was another, somebody else was throwing the exact you same thing. I think there was away. some kind of giveaway. I don't know. Maybe. But th- they weren't in the same neighborhood even. One was over by well, um, Polly G's and the other one was way over by the park, McGulrick. One time, at, one time the bar where I work, we... We got two copies of the same game that was new that they just gave to us. With, you know, like we didn't ask for it, we didn't yeah. buy it. Could be called Bonk. Bonk. Yeah. Like Bonk's Adventures. It's terrible. Um, well, I've never played. <laughs> From what I heard. So, uh, what else did I find? I found. Oh, today we found Martians Go Home, which is apparently quite a famous sci-fi novel. It's really? a it's a comedic novel, and it's famous to the point that it has a movie made of it. That came out in, ni- <laughs> in 1990, starring Randy Quaid. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'm going to read Who that at you? some point. It's uh, so apparently the plot of the the book is that a bunch of Martians, a guy is like getting divorced and he's hiding out in a cabin somewhere, and then okay. a bunch of Martians show up and are talking smack about him the whole time oh. and saying how terrible humans are. That sounds like it could be funny. Yeah, it's apparently goofy, very goofy. You found um, a fire starter. But oh, I, found, I was like, did I find lighter matches? What <laughs> I yeah, I found the Stephen King fire starter. Yeah. I found the AeroPress, which I'm going to tell a story about in oh, just a moment. And I found uh, a watering can. Oh, yeah, which is great. for Which the is perfect now that I have yeah. all those plants. Yeah. Uh, so the AeroPress. The AeroPress is a coffee maker that is like, it's made by the guy that invented the Aero disc, which is a round circular disc. That's like a frisbee, but it's not. It's empty in the middle. It's just a hoop. Um, we had one when I was little. Um, uh, so the AeroPress, you, it's like a plunger and then a main body and then a, a grate that the uh, the coffee gets strained through. And so I was making, I put the thing together, I put the coffee in, I poured the boiling water in after washing it all out. I cleaned it all. Um and then uh, I poured the boiling water in, and then I let it steep, and then I went to go turn it over, and the bottom of the plunger fell off, and the boiling hot water got all over my hand, and I immediately freaked out and was like flailing. Yeah, that's terrible. And I got boiling coffee grounds all over the uh, walls, and uh, I had to wipe everything down. I cleaned so it off. bad. But you can even see, like, this vein looks like it's dead. This one's, like, all black. I don't know what happened. Oh. You know, I think it might have gotten cooked. Um, Is that... A thing that happens? I don't, I don't know. It looks, it's like black. You can see. Um, Does it feel okay? Shouldn't you it's fine. It, doctor? Uh, it hurts when I'm taking a shower and the hot water gets on it. Um, you should consult 
Some anyway, the point is, the point is, I got an AeroPress, and that may be leaving soon because I don't think I can handle this. I might take it. I don't know. Maybe, Danger zone. Maybe Miguel wants it. Oh, I'll send it. it to Miguel. He's um, probably gonna burn his hand. <laughs> it's a right of We passage. don't want that. No, it's not. Um. Anyway, so that's that's it. That's, that's oh, um, and you said you'd talk about this, but yeah, the Moncat. Oh, I didn't... Yeah, Mookie's Madison yeah. Avenue litter yeah, box. Yeah. So we got a... I was walking around by the park, and somebody was throwing out a litter box, which I think we found the last one in the trash. But it, this is in excellent shape, and immediately I knew the shape, and I was like, oh, this is that stupid cat box that Adi's been talking about for years. The, how the we whole need time this, that we've had Mookie, I've been specific, talking about this. The specific, like, <laughs> expensive cat... How much was it? 110 initially? Yeah, now it's only eighty, but for the longest time it was over hundred bucks. And it's it's just a cat box. I don't understand why I had to hear it's about this cat like box so much. Looking. So anyway, I found one. Uh, I took it Sleek home. I, I bleached the entire thing, cleaned it all completely out, bleached, scrubbed the top, got all everything cleaned up, put it all back together, and um, I was worried that the cat wasn't going to enjoy it. Um, yeah. So I had it in the bathroom for a bit with a little bit of litter in there just to see, like, I don't know. I was trying to decide if maybe we need to transfer some litter over so that she knows that this is a box. It's her scent yeah. and it's hers. Um, and so I went out for a walk or something and I came back and she had already used it. So she, yeah, did, she, didn't, need, she didn't need any prompting. No, she was she, ready she to go. No, she was like, oh, this is a litter box for me. Fancy. I don't know. This is the litter box I deserve. Upscale. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, trash finds. That's our trash finds. You have an update? I just wanted to say that I still haven't gotten a Haystraws email. Uh-oh. It's been several weeks now. Do you think they kicked me off the list? You might have. They might have heard our or show. Do th- or do you think either that? I can't tell if they kicked me off the list because they've heard the show and I'm constantly slamming them. As a joke, kind of. As a or, goof. Yeah, as a goof. Um, because I find the emails very entertaining. Or even worse, I'm worried that... They went out of business. Well, no, okay, their website's totally still there, but I'm more worried that even if they're still in business, that they just fire their, like, marketing guy or oh, something. Oh, that could gal. be. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, no, does this, is this person out of a job? I'm, like, stress out about it. It's all like, your fault. You got them fired. <laughs> hey, Straw, like, I just, want to be, I just want another email from them. All right, we're going to have to do some investigative <laughs> reporting here. All right, it's the last segment. Uh, so I made some marinara the other day. And I am planning on converting it tonight into lasagna because you wanted lasagna yes. for some reason. I just really want some lasagna. Well, I think I saw a picture of lasagna last week or something, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Well, that's what you're getting. It's going to take me maybe an hour and a half to make, though. So. Okay. Late night lasagna. Late late night lasagna. Yeah. Exactly. Or else I could, I could actually make it, and then we can bake it tomorrow if you want to eat something else. Anyway, we'll talk about it off the air. We'll figure it out. All right. That's it. Adi. Uh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.